0: Everybody gather around. So if I want to discover what life is and I want to discover who I am then really the only place I can look is now. This this is what I've got. Welcome to the Urban Guru Cafe. Urban Guru Cafe is pleased to present part three of an interview with Timothy Freak. These are some fundamental steps, which you can get that, and then you can get that, and then you can get this, and then woo, you can get this, and you'll get this.
1: Is there some sort of sequence, do you think, in this discovery of self? You know, must you get one thing before another? You know, I know we're going back to that archetypal journey, if you like, again. I mean, is it like that? Do you have to see one thing before you see another thing and and so on and so forth?
0: I don't know. I don't know if you have to see things in a certain order. Um I know that I saw things in a certain order. Uh, I know that when I come to explain it to people, not, you know, I often... I try it different orders. I do things in different ways and I'm always looking for what is the easiest way to get this because the problem with all of this is it's very it's very easy to start getting in it as another story. Mm-hmm. It becomes, and it's a great story. I like, well, if you're into philosophy, it's a great story. If you're not into philosophy, it's a lot of abstract bullshit yeah. uh, and you dismiss it and don't, t- you know, forget it. But for me, the thing is, you look, this isn't just a story. This is trying to point towards what you are um, and what I'm always looking for is What's the easiest thing to get so the first thing I start off with in lucid living for instance is just life is a mystery Mm. most blindingly obvious thing surely that you could think of and yet most of the time we don't notice it most of the time we're so caught up in our story about who we are and what life is we don't notice that fundamentally we have no idea what's going on and yet it's quite easy to notice that if you pay some attention and once you go oh yeah right actually I've just got a whole heap of ideas that I've picked up along the way. And fundamentally, I have no idea what's going on, what life is, what death is, what anything is. And so that's a way in for people I use a lot, because it's direct, and it's experiential. And instantly you notice the mystery. Once immediately you notice you don't know what the hell's going on, your state of consciousness starts to change. So that's what I look for. Like, okay, we'll start there.
1: Let go. What I like about the mystery idea, I, mean, I remember when I first heard it years ago, when somebody said the mystery of life, you know, if you don't have that sense of awe, you know how some people are just really into, they'll say, oh my God, look at how big the universe is in that one little meter of sky there, there's a billion galaxies, you know. There are some people that are just fascinated with that external stuff, right? But that's not really all you're getting at with the mystery, really. The whole point of your mystery idea is that you really have no idea what's going on. You can't actually, you can't know anything with the mind. There's no explanation that's going to satisfy the mind.
0: You can get an explanation which satisfies the mind, but all you'll have is an explanation. (laughs) Yeah, okay. And that one will will be arbitrary, uh, limited. I mean, you know, I think it's in the Lucid Living book where I say, you know, if you live to be 80 years old, you have about 4,000 weeks in which to, to work out what's going on in a universe, where, as you rightly say, there are a hundred billion galaxies each containing a hundred billion stars, allegedly, uh, you know where everything you look at is not what it seems to be. You know, people who have paid real real attention to the appearances have come back from the edge and gone, "Hey guys, they're not there. What looks like solid matter isn't there." So, you know, whichever way you look at it, whether you look inside, you look outside, it doesn't make any damn difference. As long as you look hard enough, you will see that nothing's what it seems to be. At which point, you're face to face with mystery. And that's when this new state of consciousness starts opening up. Are we there here? When are we gonna get to this? This looks like a place. Urban cafe. The Cafe on the event Horizon, on the edge of the universe. Can I take your order? As long as you look hard enough, you will see that nothing's what it seems to be. At which point, you're face-to-face with mystery. And that's when this new state of consciousness starts opening up.
1: And so that one insight could be all that somebody needs, really.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, when I look back at what happened to me when I was 12, I often think, you know, what happened? You know, why did it happen? I always saw it as kind of just a weird thing. It did. But now looking back, I think it's because I was in the mystery. It's because as a child, I I was doubting and questioning and pushing and searching and aware of, you know, all of these adults were running around like headless chickens as if they knew exactly what was going on. It seemed to me that none of them did. None of them knew what was going on. So why were they pretending they did? And that catapulted me through. And, you know, now when I'm just starting a whole new series of weekend seminars, I hate that word seminars really, experiences. Um, which I'm just calling the Magical Mystery Experience, because what I'm really interested in more than anything is just taking us collectively into that magical mystery, because you can then give it names. You can then say it's God. You can say it's Buddha nature. You can say it's Atman. You can say it's Christ within. You can say it's love. You can just say it's fucking great. (laughs) Whatever word you use, you know, it's not the word. It's that thing which you just know. You just know it. And you don't know what it is you know, or even, but you know something. Even that's not really true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, it's gnosis. And you're and just stumbling with words. It's that before whom words recoil, as I think Sankara said. You know, it's, it's like the, all the mystics have said it. You know, eventually, when you're in, you know, as you approach that mystery, you're just, blah, 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 blah. it's all like, it's, what can you say? Nothing. And the truth is, if you've never been there, you won't understand the words anyway. And if you've been there, you don't need the words. (laughs) You won't won't understand the words anyway. You won't understand the words anyway. And if you've been there, you don't need need them. Words keep happening and words you know words are that's how we become conscious that's how we share with each other that's how we can have this lovely conversation and we can meet and they're great i love words but i also you know this the, i also love the wordless too
1: and one of the insights that you share is also you say now is all you know can you talk about that a little bit
0: when i look at it and i, and I see you know what is it i know this is kind of stepping deeper into that mystery I don't know anything, you know, like I said, you know, it's, it's you know, it's all based on premise and hearsay and, you know, God knows what. It's theory. And yet there is something which seems that I know, if I can use that word, which is I'm experiencing this. I don't know what I means particularly at that point. And I don't know what this is, this moment, but I'm experiencing this moment now. Yeah. The past is gone. I don't know where it's gone. <laughs> it must be a very big place <laughs> because there's a lot of it, but it's gone. Uh, the future is like an abstraction. I don't you know, but this moment, this ever-changing flow of now, which seems to have been going on forever, <laughs> but which is always so fleeting. this I know. this this is what I've got. So if I want to discover what life is and I want to discover who I am, then really the only place I can look is now. That's the only solid thing that I can look at. And that's my starting place. OK, I don't know what it is, but I've got the now. Now, what is the now? And that's where I start my investigation. But
1: the big wheel keeps on turning On a simple eye, day, day The earth on its axis One man struggle, while another relaxes. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life. You don't know what it is, but it's there.
0: So if I want to discover what life is, and I want to discover who I am, then really the only place I can look is now.
1: Listening to the sounds of the Urban Guru Cafe. And how do we do that?
0: How do you start that investigation? Well, I think from looking at what it is, I know for me, it's like, well, I know that I am experiencing something. I'm experiencing this flow of colours and shapes and sounds and thoughts, and this is this ever changing experience so i know that i'm an experiencer of experiences which sounds a bit weird but i, I it seems to be true so i know that i am conscious i'm a i'm consciousness if you like in a different language experiencing this flow of experience so what i know myself to be is is what i call i and and, and that's not tim because if i look you know what i am conscious tim is part of the flow of of, of appearances tim is part of the Colours and shapes and sounds. What I am is that which is experiencing this. And that's a complete shift in my understanding of what I am. Exactly. And I borrow a line at that point in the book. I uh, shamelessly steal a line from Srinivas Gadata Maharaj because it was an, a line which had a huge impact on me. I, I credit him and write about this in, my, in How Long Is Now, my new book, um, which is, you are not a person. Uh, seeing that when she—it's a massive thing to see—and <laughs> I love that line just because it's so cheeky, pins you to the floor. What do you mean I'm not a person? <laughs> yeah. It's like you can doubt everything, but when someone says, "Can you date that?" Uh, I mean, it really does. You know, the, the first time I came across to saying that in his book, "I Am That," it just blew me away. Literally, I <laughs> just like what the hell, yeah. and led to me having hugely important experience in my life, which I, I talk about in the new book. Uh, but you you are not a person, you see that look, you're not, you are that which is experiencing a person and that's a completely different thing and that opens up this recognition of the polarity to your identity that on the one hand there's what you appear to be which is this separate individual in the dream and on the other hand there's what you know yourself to be which is the presence of awareness which like a dreamer is not in the dream, actually
1: take it out the window Thomas out there too. Throw my out the door. I not So you say you are not the body. All of us on this side, I would hazard to say, see that your statement is logical, you know, it resonates, as true to most of us listening to this stuff on the urban guru side. And yet, A lot are still grappling with the idea about what that might mean. You know, what does that mean? I'm not the body, you know, and then they start thinking about it and thinking about it. But it's not really about that, is it? Thinking about it and thinking about it.
0: Well, you know, thinking's great. Thinking's one of the things we can do and, and it can lead to insight and we need to, you know, we're caught, we've got our concepts, you know, and we need to sort them out and we need to doubt them and we need to throw them up in the air and let them come down in new ways. But ultimately what they, they can lead to is something which is uh, an experience. It's something you just see or know. And that is knowing what you are. And it, it is a very hard thing to point to, which is why people who try to point to it, you know, stumble and, and end up in a, inarticulate. Because it's something so completely obvious, we don't see it. That what we are is this vast emptiness within which the world is arising. That we are awareness and that everything we're conscious of exists within us. And that's the polarity of our identity again is that on the one hand, you know, I am Tim, and I'm this, this limited, I am this limited body, that's the way I appear to be, that's what my parent identity is, with a, with a history and a future and a personal life and all the rest of it. And he exists in this world, tiny, tiny fragment in this huge, vast universe. And on the other hand, there's what I am, and that is the same as what you are and what everyone is, what everything is, which is this vast uh, Awareness or a big mind, as the Zen masters say, or whatever, you know, what can you call it? The dreamer, the life dreamer, I call it sometimes. God, the religious people call it. There's this presence, which is, and everything is arising within it. and That's what we are. And once you let go of, of as Nisargadatta says, actually in the same paragraph where he says, I am not a person, he says, you know, all of your problems arise because you've confined yourself into the space of a body and the span of a lifetime. Undeceive yourself and be free. You are not a person. You are this. There's this nothing. You are this emptiness and everything. You are nothing and everything. You are the place where the opposites are not separate, and you're experiencing it through the place where the opposites are separate. You
1: are yourself then you may find peace of mind is waiting and the time will come when you see we're all one and life flows on within and without you the polarity of our identity i'm not really sure i understand what you mean by that
0: Polarity is an absolutely central idea to me. I mean you can it goes right back to the Chinese thing, yin and yang it's dialectic in the in the pagan tradition it's oh, it's everywhere but it's something which people don't pay enough attention to in my personal opinion and um, which is the, what a polarity is is something which is two and one at the same time. So it's opposites which coexist. So, And it's true of every opposite. You know, Yes is the opposite of no, but you couldn't have yes without no. Or we'll let's see an easier one. Left is the opposite of right, but you couldn't have left without right. Yep. So they exist together. So are they separate? Yes. Are they not separate? Yes. <laughs> At the same time, it's a paradox. And that's the situation we're in generally. Are we separate? Yes. Are we not separate? Yes.
1: <laughs>
0: is it one? Yes. Is it many? Yes. Do those two sit together perfectly? Yes. They're doing so right now. Two of us riding nowhere,
1: not arriving, on our way back home. Run away home.
0: Run away home. We're going home. And so when we try and exile one of the poles, we don't see the whole thing. So one of the things which I felt like is, is that, you know, when I was on my journey, I wanted to get, just have the oneness and couldn't understand why I couldn't get rid of the separateness. And it would seem like I was about to sometimes, and then I wouldn't, and it'd be like, oh, damn. Whereas now I see, look, you can, the two poles sit together, and that the fundamental nature of reality is not oneness. The fundamental nature is paradox or polarity. The fundamental nature is oneness and manyness at the same time. It's the, it's the coincidence of all the opposites, including oneness and manyness. That's what makes it not two. And that's paradox. That's that's impossible that's why you can't think about it, because all thinking is based on either or. And yet this is a thing where it's both and. And so understanding that is absolutely key. And if you can get that, then this experience I call lucid living really opens up much more easily because you go, look, on the one hand, I'm a person. And at the other pole of my identity, I'm not a person. At one pole, I'm a thing, an object. On the other pole, I'm a subject, a nothing. On the one hand, I'm Tim in the world. On the other hand, I'm the dreamer and the world is in me. And all of those Opposites coexist. And that's the nature of what this moment is.
1: Well, that's it.
0: That felt like a nice place to end, apart yep. right from to say how much I've enjoyed talking to you.
1: <laughs> it's been fun.
0: I've really enjoyed it immensely.
1: Thank you very much, Tim.
0: It's a real pleasure Aretti. Lovely you. to talk to you.
1: Okay, see Bye. Ya. Bye.
0: <laughs> Listening to the Urban Guru Cafe. Guru Cafe is produced in Australia.